Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. You didn't look that impressed with that no, intro. No, it was it was good. It was interesting. <laughs> I'm just not so sure on it though. I'm not sure it's a keeper. Keep trying. It was the first week, Tobes, where we got to see the Aussies running back out on that we field did. with a sprinkling of supporters. So there wasn't actually that many. I didn't watch any of them. I watched them. Don't worry. No, I watched them, mate. I did, I did my job and watched the Australian I games. I watched the highlights, but I didn't really... It was actually kind of nice. It was more like uh, fans were sprinkled in their family groups, like going to the cricket. Really? Or, you know... That's quite paced good. themselves, spaced, paced them, spaced themselves out. It was actually, you know, there was a bit of an atmosphere. There was enough there, I thought. There's probably more people. You know when they normally push them all together? Yes. And have like a bit of a crowd. Yeah. And then no one else anywhere. They've gone, oh no, spread yourselves out, everyone. Social distancing. Coronavirus is just around the corner again. Social distancing. And actually, it was actually quite nice. Good. As far as a small-ish crowd goes, you still felt like there was enough going on in the background. It was nice to see that. And then obviously some great games over the weekend, which we're going to go and talk into. Yes. Before we do that, Toes... But first, we've got to plug ourselves. Plug away, Toes. Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. <laughs> actually just put up a quite a funny post last night. It had um, beef stock. A uh, picture of picture beef stock. picture of beef stock. Yeah. Then we've got chicken stock, picture of chicken stock, and then <laughs> laughing stock, and it was a picture of the Chiefs. <laughs> Which I find, I think, is really harsh, eh? Cause <laughs> no, it's funny. No, what I mean by that is... They've actually done pretty well this year, apart from results. Yes. They've been in every game to the bitter end. Yeah, they have. I think it's a little bit harsh to say they're a laughing stock. Still funny, though. It is funny, mate. Very, very good. Uh, So that is the Super Rugby podcast on Instagram. (laughs) 
Uh, then we've got the Twitter. Yeah, uh, at Super Rugby Pod. Okay, and then we've got the Gmail, which is the Super Rugby Podcast at, at gmail gmail.com. Um, and we're going to plug all the what biggest thing that you guys and girls can do out there is subscribe to the podcast and rate the podcast. Yeah. And if you have really, we had anyone rate it? Yeah, we've had loads, mate. Like 21 people. <laughs> we need like no, hundreds no. of people to rate us. Yes, of course. Yeah. Obviously, good ratings only, please, people. Um, and if you wanted to go across and you're really bored and you had nothing else to do to go across to the YouTube channel oh, and yeah. write a comment, give us a like, Yeah. give us a subscribe. Just, even if it's you uh, two very ugly people. <laughs> I mean, we have had lots of comments about your hair. You're here. No, you're lack here. no of. lack of hair lack for of. me. Lots of hair for you. My hair? It's because I wear a hat. If I take it off. Put it back on, mate. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make a difference, does it? <laughs> but we've got breaking news up first. Yes, and we do. We've got some <clears throat> massive news this week. Massive? Uh, yep. Bowden Barrett off to Japan. No, does it I get bigger they, than that? I, One think they point. Knew. I think they knew it all along. The only people that didn't know was you and I and the fans. Okay. I'm pretty sure... The New Zealand Rugby Union knew. The Blues knew. It was always in, it was the in his contract. contract. It was in his contract. But yeah. $1.5 million. This is yeah. New Zealand dollars. £750,000 or something like that. Amazing. Uh, for six months. For six months. He's still going to be available for the internationals, yes. which I'm not sure how that works. You know, He's if played you don't... over X amount of games, hasn't he? Oh, no. That no, was just, that's that's that was Australia. just the Matt thing, wasn't it? <laughs> it's Australia and yeah. South Africa, mate. You've got to play in New Zealand to qualify to play for New Zealand, but he's managed to dodge that loophole somehow. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, he might got, play a couple games for the Blues. I've got absolutely nothing against it, mate. Absolutely nothing against no. it. He He's a great servant to New Zealand rugby. He's He arguably has had a bit of a break. He's playing now. Um, and he's going to go off and earn some serious coin for him and his oh, family yeah. for six months. I think that's a pretty good deal both ways. Well, the thing is with that is they they should go chase the money because rugby is such a short, has such a short lifespan, you know, as in for the players. Yeah. They've only got maybe a maximum of sort of 12 years for the real good people, you know, like Daniel Carter kind of at his top level. But then maybe for the lower ones, six to 10 years. If, you know, you're, if you're and, looking and, at wingers... And they do not earn enough money to last them... Retire on. Yes. Yeah, they, they need, they, they're going to need a job after international Definitely. rugby. Unless you are Bowden Barrett or Daniel a Dan Carter. Carter, who's admittedly played on and on and on and on yes. and has made a lot of money and yeah. it, since he's retired from not New only, Zealand rugby. But not only from rugby with Daniel yes, Carter. Yes, for sponsorships yeah. and things like that. So he's 29... So yes. in reality, you know, he's probably only got one more World Cup cycle left yeah. in oh, him. Oh, easy, yeah. You know, and then he's then he's then his real value. Sayonara. Then his real value drops, doesn't yes. it? Yes, oh, definitely. It'd be interesting to see how long. Like Dan Carter's thirty-eight and still yeah. going, and what a arguably guy. still could be playing at the highest level. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see how Bowden does because you know a lot of Bowden's game is on a speed. Yeah. And how much of that speed will drop off as the years go on? You've definitely seen that with Dan Carter. You know, he was a quick man. Yeah, and he's 
not so quick now. He's more a playmaker than a... He's a playmaker yeah. now, yeah. So, um, 84 tests. That's pretty impressive though, eh? 84 tests, Barrett. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thought they he... called him a veteran. I'm not sure he's a veteran. It's really... Although he's 29. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> he doesn't seem 29, does he? Can I just say, I'm a veteran. <laughs> I'm 40. He's not a veteran at 29. No, that's what I mean. He's just been around for a long time. I can yeah. remember when he first came on the scene, and he was in it. He, he was, was in a, England. He was in England doing the All Blacks with Ben Smith. Yeah. And I looked at those two boys and I thought, what are they doing? Two skinny white white boys. lads. <laughs> you know, they they didn't look like they could. Uh, you know, they, they looked like they're going to get blown over by a yeah. strong gale. Yeah. And they've ended up becoming two of the best All Blacks, you know, in recent history. Yeah, definitely. So good good luck to them. But you've got a great story up next. Yeah, so uh, Warren Gatlin has been sort of criticised by the New Zealand sort of uh, media. Fans, public. Fans, yeah, anyone. Every man and his dog, really, <laughs> including me. <laughs> that his methods in New Zealand aren't working. So for Wales and the Lions... They worked a treat, didn't they? Because, you know, before he actually got the Chiefs job, he was one of the best coaches in the world and arguably still is. But for the Chiefs, it's not really working. And his game plan, is the game plan the same as it was? Has he just bought it over? No, I think this is really ridiculous. But the thing is, is that before lockdown, the Chiefs were good. The Chiefs were great. I mean, they still are good, but they've just lost four on the trot. I think the Chiefs or I mean... We did build them up on the show saying that we thought that they could win the whole thing, Super Rugby, and they started off the season looking like they could win yeah. the whole of Super Rugby. But a bit's changed. Other squads have strengthened. They're playing Players only... have also come back. Yeah, yeah. Such uh, as, you know, Bowden Barrett has come back from the blue or for the blues. Yeah, but but the big the big thing here is is that if you looked at the Chiefs' starting lineup. They were pretty strong yeah. before lockdown. I think okay? they still are. Though. Yes, but when, you, when you're playing New Zealand teams week in, week out, and you get a couple of injuries, yeah. you need your strong bench to come on. Kills you, and eh? they really don't have a strong bench, and they really lack in that tight five yeah. area. So, you know, it's all well and good having Aaron Cruden and Damien McKenzie, but if Anton Leonard Brown the, aren't playing... The ball, yeah. God, it was a big hole there, eh? Huge on, on, on the weekend. There were yeah. some real rookie moments where young guys are making poor decisions. Yes. They're good players, but they're making poor decisions. So I feel really, really sorry for him. He is one of the world's best coaches. Oh, We've covered that yeah. on this program. Yeah. He has been in every game. They've lost by a drop goal here and a Yeah. Or a try in the last game. You know, so been in it. he's been in every game. It'll be a real strength of the man to come through. It's, you know, he's got another round to go. So, yeah. you know, I I think they are now out of the competition. Yes. Oh, 100%. But if they, they've got a buy now. Yep. They've Going got a buy the now. If they can come back and win every game from now on in, cool. and their first one That's up hard will, will be the Highlanders. Yes. Re- repeat, won't it? Yep. So he's got a chance to turn them around and with a week off. It'll be really interesting to see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So fingers crossed for him because I think he's a good man. I think he's a damn good coach. I think he's got a decent team to work with, but he doesn't the have. The ball hasn't bounced his way no. at the moment. 
Not the at the team's moment. Way. The next massive story up is the Leicester Tigers fiasco. Uh, Tuolangi looks like he's set to leave Leicester Tigers. Yeah. But obviously, the massive problem that comes with this is all the premiership clubs got together before um, the 25% pay cuts and they all agreed they wouldn't poach each other's players. So his problem is, is he can't really play in England, which means he's then not available for England. He's not available for the Lions. Well, are they going to change? Are they going to change the rules? Potentially, they've said no. They're not changing okay. the rules. So, will Tuolangi go or will Tuolangi stay? I, I've heard he doesn't want to go. I've heard all he wants is the ability in the future to claim back money lost. That is the one sticking point. So, whether or not Leicester Tigers have an agreement with him, yeah, which is that he can claim back lot. Loss of earnings at a later date um, if he signs the the new contract, but there's a, there's a whole you know Jordan think, Tough former he's gone he is he is in quarantine in New Zealand apparently really he's left the club not to say that he's not going to go back there yeah but he's moved moving back to New Zealand that wow. that looks great for the Crusaders yeah <laughs> I I'd gladly take and it's great uh, for New Zealand rugby player. again you know yes why did he leave but you look at you look at all of this right if you're a New Zealander now. Where are you going to get rugby? Where are you going to play rugby? Yeah. In New Zealand? Yeah. Where are you not going to play rugby? In England. In Europe? Yeah. Not for this foreseeable future. And at best, you're going to play rugby behind closed doors. Yeah. With clubs that are fighting. I mean, some of the behavior of the premiership clubs is horrific. Yeah. But with Manu... You know, and it's sort of along the same lines as Bowden Barrett. He's chasing the money. No, he's not and chasing again, the money. No, he's not chasing the well, money. Well, I think he should. I, th- I, think he, I think he's... I think he should because rugby is such a short game in in a player's life. He should chase the money. Players do you know, do you know why I want him to chase the money? Why? So he doesn't play for England. Uh. <laughs> because let's be honest, England with Tuolangi is a different kettle of fish compared to England without him. Yeah. And there's no one that can do what he does. No. I, he's definitely not... Ch- he's played for Leicester all his career. He went to, his he went to school well. in Leicester. Yeah, he's got yeah. a big family connection. He's not chasing the money. If he was chasing the money, he would have gone, gone ages last ago. year. Yeah. He hasn't didn't go last well, year. The World Cup. Yeah, so it's a sad, sad tale. The problem is, is that Everyone wants rugby players to be honourable and to, you know, have all those values that we love about rugby. No, but, but some I of the get it. some of the premiership club owners are businessmen. Yeah. So therefore cutthroat. Cutthroat and they're not they're not meeting this the, the standards that they want from their players. No. You know, mm. they're not the only ones. No, that's right. The only one that I know of is Northampton are saying you take fifteen percent pay cut. But once the fans come back, we'll pay you your money back. Right. Because that's fair. That is fair, And that's yeah. come from Chris Boyd in New Zealand, mate. That's why. What a guy. What a guy. So, yeah, so massive. And it's not just him. There's six players. That, uh, they, they're worried, obviously, that they could lose up to 16 players. I think they'll end up only losing potentially two or three. Tua Lange, I will. I can just see he will stay at the club. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. The beast, mate. 
The Beast. If you're a front row forward right now, you are celebrating his retirement, aren't the you? Beast. <laughs> oh, you are. You are. So he is um, confirmed that he's retiring from rugby, but he's gone straight into a coaching role at the Sharks. How good's that? Hasn't left it for very long, has he? No. I wonder how good a coach he'll be. Well, he's, surely he's, he's not just... He's, he's got some tricks go of the it. trades, eh, that he can pass on to the... He's, so he's played um, 117 times for the Springboks. Very, very experienced. He should just go in as a um, scrum coach. Uh, it's easy to say that, mate. No, I said he should. Yeah. It, not he will. No. I, I don't I, know what kind of coaching role he's got with the Sharks. Do you know the big thing about someone like him? It's like Dan Carter coming into the Blues. All the young guys just listen. Yeah. So, you know, when Dan Carter speaks, everyone listens. They're like, yeah, oh, it's Dan Carter. Yeah, yeah. And it, the Beasters will be exactly the same. Oh, yeah. If he's got a young prop, they're going to listen to him. Yeah. And they're going to go, I am listening to the best prop forward, yeah. best front row forward, maybe, yeah. One yeah, of. One of. Definitely the best prop to ever grace the game. That's a huge call. But it, you can't... That's I mean, a huge call. World Cup, That's a good poll. World Cup final takes apart the second best team in the world at that moment. Yeah. Now, people were saying that England were the best team in the world before well, before the final. Well, they... We've been proved... <laughs> we've been proved wrong. Because I was saying that I thought England were going to win that final. Yeah. Stupidly now, when you reflect back, England were never going to win the final. You know, it's like... They played their final on the scene. They played anyway, their final we're not getting final. into we're that. We're talking about but the boost. To take apart your opposition like he did. Well, yeah. The youngsters will listen. The youngsters will listen, yeah. So a real Even if they're not in the sort of position that he played, I think they'll still... Because he is so experienced and such a beast. What are the fans going <laughs> to do? Listen. Obviously, normally, whenever he got the ball, all you heard was boost. boost. Do you reckon he'll be like water bottle every time he goes on the pitch? They'll go boost. Maybe that'll be class. <laughs> Coach boost. <laughs> yeah, no, great, great for it's, great for him. Yeah, and, and, and good to see that he is still in rugby. Oh, yes. You know. I reckon he's one of those guys. Look though. at that smile. I know. It's fantastic. It's a great smile, isn't it? But he's one of those guys that I don't think he's going to. You know, like certain players, they retire. Like Richie McCaw. Richie McCaw's retired. Yeah. And he'll take a long time out of the game. Yeah. And he might eventually come back. Maybe. But he may not come well, he back. he may not, no. Dan Carter is going to finish playing and he's going to go straight into coaching. Yeah, he is, isn't he? He can't get enough of the stuff. He the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, um, the beast is the same. Yeah. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. Yeah. And good on him. Yeah, definitely. Next story up, we've got... Eddie Jones, good old Eddie Jones, Steady sniffing Eddie. round Hoskins Satsuto. Like eh? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, talking about Eddie Jones sniffing round. Apparently, he's part of the reason why Bowden Barrett's going to Suntory. Oh, really? Because Eddie Jones has a has an advisory role ah. in Suntory. Do you know what Suntory is? The company, because you know, they're like this Toyota. Yeah, you know, and if you go there and you play for Toyota, you get a Toyota. Do you? Well, yes. Yeah, so I'm just making like stuff up. Right, the, if you go to the, if the you All Blacks, get, get a um, get a Ford. Get a Ford, yeah. If you go to Xerox, guess what you get? You get a photocopier machine, <laughs> don't you? Suntory, mate. Do you know what they make? What alcohol? Do they? <laughs> so those they lads. Free booze. And apparently I'm they make so- apparently they make some really very very interesting like. Fizzy drink, very strong alcohol. 
Right. Yeah. Interesting. So, so we're talking nine percent. That's a great story, Damien. Diet, Diet Coke. <laughs> anyway, so Jones is after uh, Hoskins Satutu. Yeah. So you look at who he's got in the past. He um, was one of the main reasons why who left in the past to go to go to play for England. What was what was the most recent one? Uh, Brad Shields. Brad Shields. So mm. he tapped up Brad Shields, promising yeah. him Piers some Francis. Pierce Francis. Yeah. So both those guys. Uh, the halfback, scrum half. Oh. Um, Hines Hines Willie, Willie Hines. Hines I think that was a bit different Willie yeah, Hines had maybe, been over yeah. in England yeah. for a number of years True. guess what's happened to the other two that he's tapped up who well who are they you know, you know the, the, oh the, the other Pe- two Pierce, yeah, Pierce played, Francis yeah. Yeah. and um, what was the first one Brad Shields Brad Shields guess what's happened to them well they haven't been playing they've not been playing mate. they've played like three games <laughs> I think Pierce Francis played a few more than Brad Shields anyway Hoskins Satutu has just signed Two-year deal. Two-year Two deal. deal for the Blues. So is Mark Talia. Two-year deal. A, that's a great shout, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So the Blues and the New Zealand Rugby Union have done well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Hoskins to Tutu, I can imagine, will be part of the All Blacks' wider training squad. Yes. Maybe get a run out. Get him a game straight away. The problem is, is that who are you going to play, when you are going to play? And we're going to talk about that a bit later on. But, um, yeah, so Eddie Jones sniffing around another New Zealander to bring him over to... And I don't blame him. No, God, no. I'd be on that phone too. Well, come on, uh, Smithy. No, what's his name? Oh, Bozzy, I don't even mate. know. Fozzy. <laughs> what's his name? Ian Foster. Ian Foster. Ian. Right. Fozzy. Um, Daniel Carter. I love the story, by yeah, the way. Yeah, fantastic story. Um. I'll, I'll actually read the little caption, eh? Yeah. Uh, New Zealand great Daniel Carter turned out for his childhood rugby club as he continues preparation for his return to Super Rugby. The 38-year-old who has won two World Cups for the All Blacks played a full 80 minutes for Southbridge as they beat Wes Men- Mental. <laughs> Melton. Mate. Melton. Men- they, are, they are mental on the when they have a few beers in them, mate. They they're uh, mental. 58, 50, 58, 54, 14. And uh, Daniel Carter, he only scored twelve points. I'm guessing he just got the conversions. Couple yeah, penalties. he set up a couple of tries. Did I mean, he did, he, did you watch the game? I watched highlights. Did you everything I could, everything and anything I could find on YouTube. Really, I was all over. He still looked good, but did he? he was playing some rather rotund uh, pub. Rugby players. I mean, like, we are talking about, you know, sort of fun rugby. Yeah. We're not talking about... Semi-pro sort well, of stuff. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, I'm wrong. I don't just when I, when I saw are. it, when I saw it, it, it looked... Have a look? It looks like there was some uh, some abilities out there that were awesome, and then there were some guys who were developing as rugby players. But how cool would that be to... You know, he just turned up on the day and played as well. No training. There was so... There were so many cameras there when he arrived. Dad dropped him off as I well. I love that as well. That. Oh, man. But he, he's, he, I think he's going to play against the Crusaders or be on the bench for the Crusaders on the weekend. You think so? Well, I kind of hope so. I kind of hope so. And I kind of hope that when he runs out there, if he runs out, the Crusaders fans will give him a standing ovation playing for the Blues. I really hope we don't have this horrible... 
thing which could happen, which is he gun he runs out there and the Crusaders give him a bit of jip. The fans give him a jip. Oh, he's got to have a bit of jip. No. Nah. Yes. No, nah, he's a legend, mate. Yeah, he is a legend, but surely the players have got to... Just no, the like players. No, 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 the players. Oh, the players. Again, oh. I'm talking about the crowd. Yeah, like a like boo. Nah. No, nah, don't boo, do mate. Can't no, do a standing of eight. Well, if he runs out on that pitch on Saturday, is it Sunday, Saturday? You've got to give him a standing ovation as a Crusaders fan. Yeah. I will be standing in my lounge giving him an ova- a standing ovation. No, are you, you better not. If you do, <laughs> I'll cut you down. But it is the biggest game of the... And I, we did pick this at the start, didn't we? Saying that this was the game. This could be the one that seals the deal for whoever wins it. But definitely whoever wins this game is, is uh, looking very, very good for the rest of the competition. The last thing I want to talk to you about the last breaking news is the rugby championship there is little bits of rumours coming out now yeah that is all going to be played in New Zealand good so Argentina South Africa and Australia yeah they're going to go into quarantine they're going to have a facility given to them where they've got access to fields access to weights rooms they're going to quarantine for two weeks and they're going to play the whole comp in New Zealand. How amazing Quality. would that be? Yeah. Not only for us, yeah, but I think for rugby in general, world, for, world rugby. The spotlight is just so bright on Southern Hemisphere rugby it at the is, moment. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure whether we're fully delivering. We'll maybe go into a bit more detail about that. But I think if you can get internationals where you've literally got the best players in the world, yeah, especially the South Africans who have just won the Rugby yeah, World Cup, yeah. the Australians who are in absolute disarray, mess, disarray at the moment, um, and the Argentinas to see, I mean, they've got some great players who, yeah, who will be but dying to play some rugby. Gone, though? But doesn't they? will come back for the for the uh, for yeah. the national side, won't they? Especially for this competition, where True. nowhere else in the world can do anything. Yeah, it'll just be awesome. It'll yeah. be like what four weeks or five weeks of unadult. It's like another World Cup. Yeah, oh, it'd be unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, so can't wait for that. If that happens, if that doesn't happen, then that rugby league game could be on the cards. Obviously, there's the north and south game that we're gonna we're gonna yeah. be. Playing or not, we're playing. They're well, going to play. I wouldn't want to play. I don't think. Uh, and then there's the the NPC, which would be a bit of a letdown. But I'm sure all the well, big names are going to be though. All the big names yeah, are going to be available, aren't you'd they? Hope so. Jordan, if there's no international. Jordan Tafur could be back in the Crusaders, mate. Yeah, maybe that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, right, mate. We are going to move on. Yes. To and review the games. This week's games. First game up was the Crusaders versus. The Highlanders. Now, I thought the Crusaders, the scoreline flatters them. 100%. You know, we, we talked last week about the Highlanders never giving up. And again, we saw it, didn't we? Yeah, we certainly did see you it. Know, and, and the scoreline was 40 points to 20, which is quite a, a handy scoreline. But those, you know, there was a few tries in the last, what, 15 minutes that sort of blew it out a bit nine minutes the yeah. last nine minutes there you go yeah mate I, I had a look on I think on Thursday night UK time and got the teams the team list right and I wrote down at that point I wrote down with a team like this have the Crusaders taken it easy well we thought they had 100% 
you, it does show the strength of the Crusaders yes. that they have enough confidence to put Will Jordan on the wing when he's been playing so well. Uh, rest a number of players who who obviously needed a bit of rest. Yeah, and not even have them on the bench. But Will Jordan, he still bloody played well, didn't he? Guy who played well. No, he's scored another brace. It's two I, tries. <laughs> two tries to you, mate. Two tries. Thanks, mate. I, you know, you know me. I, I'm, I'm, I like Will Jordan, but I have thought in the past he's a little bit overrated. I'm starting to reel that back now. Are you? Yeah. I'd like to see him against the Blues because he's going to be put under quite a bit of pressure. At, and he's at gonna, fullback at or full, on the wing? I'd he's like definitely to see him not, at he's, he's not a winger. No, he's not a wing. Positional-wise, he was, again, he was too flat. He needed to have a bit more depth on the ball. There was one try that should have been scored, and he was just... Have we mentioned this just, before, that he used to play scrum half? Yeah, he and then did, that yeah. year, you know, in his last year last of school, year, yeah, he, he, grew, he grew and got faster, moved to full-back, never looked back since then. Yeah, yeah. I thought David Harvilli was awesome. He played all right, yeah. He's he's awesome, eh? Like he came, he's come on the first two games as a sub. Is he an All Black? God, you know, he, he's one of those guys who, if Do he doesn't think... make the All Blacks, he is so unlucky. Yes, because he can play That's in the centres I mean. as well. Yeah, I think he was. He is kind of like Bowden Barrett when Bowden Barrett first made the All Blacks, always on the bench, but would either play wing, fullback, but he can play in the centre as well, can't he? Yeah. I'm not sure whether he's quite quick enough to play on the wing, but I think you could chuck him on there and he could yeah, play Yeah, that's on the what wing. I mean, yeah. He's a guy, if they change the substitute rule and they have less subs, he, you know... He'd be in there. He's in yeah. there because he can play in a range of positions. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down here, mate, uh, for the Will Jordan chip kick try, I would be a rich man for every time I've seen him chip over and score. He does that a lot. He does that a that lot. That shows the class yeah. of him. Thought um, I thought the type five of the Crusaders was absolutely awesome. Although I did feel their line out was um, a little the bit shaky. Was a bit iffy. Yeah, they are unbelievably interesting to watch in the line out. Some of the stuff they do, no one else does. No, and it must be a nightmare to come up yeah. against. Oh, this scrum. Yeah, very fantastic. I mean, yeah, very good. eh? just the first one, just boom boom. Um, I thought. That the front rows had a good game. Um, Cody Taylor again, fantastic game. A. But his line out throwing, you've got to work on it. A lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. It's just, it's a real shame, eh? Because apart yeah. from that, he is he he is like um, Dane Coles. They play a very similar game. I think They're, Dane Coles is a better all... better line out thrower. Yes, that's why I was, you're going to let me finish these things, eh? <laughs> sorry, sorry. You always snap in there. That's why I never talk during it, because <laughs> uh, you need to give me a chance. Uh, no, but they're always in that wider channel, very quick, both. Well, he, he almost scored a try and outran the fullback. Yeah. I know the fullback <laughs> wasn't the fastest, but yeah, no, that but was still, impressive, eh? Yeah. You know, things like that, but it's just that line-out throwing. Who would you start with? What do you mean? Uh, all Blacks. Dane Coles. You'd start with Dane Coles. Yeah. See, I kind of... Would kinda, you have Cody Taylor or would you have I, 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 someone I think, else? I think... Bring back Kevin Mayalamu, maybe? I love Ke- Kevin Mayalamu. Hi, Rev Kev. Um, <laughs> man crush. <laughs> Big Kev. Um, for me, 
Cody Taylor starts, but not because he's he's the best hooker. I just think Dane Cole's off the bench is like, I don't think you can do that. Is amazing. Yeah, I think he changed the game. He changed the game. I think Cody Taylor would change the game though. Off the bench. Yes, I think both of them would. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Maybe then you do go Dane. I think Dane Cole's though. Just for the throwing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Damn it, you're um, right. <laughs> Shannon Frizzell. I just want to mention Shannon Frizzell. Did, did, did I steal your thunder you again? Did, but I was just going to say number three. I need to zoom in. Ala Alatoa. He oh, had a good yeah. Game. You mentioned him. He should be an All Black. His he's brother is a Wallaby. Be, he's got to be. He's got to be in an, in, in and around, around their yep. thought process. Yeah. He's been performing oh, for a number right. of years and he's been in that Crusaders yeah. scrum factory where they all learn from each other and he's become a like awesome, awesome prop. Tom Christie? What do you think of him? Yeah, not a massive fan, but you know, that's not. only because he's got the hairline the same as mine and he's just trying to copy my style. <laughs> oh, uh, no, he's, good, he's were, a good player. The commentators he's, were loving him. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, he's a really... He, young, he's, isn't he? He's young. Yeah. He, he, he's very consistent. You know, he doesn't have his ups and his downs, yeah. unlike some of the top, top players yeah. tend to have. Uh, Shannon Frizzell, though. Yeah. I, I wrote down here, don't forget me. Yeah. He was, and this is what I mean by the All Blacks. Yes. He, he, do you know who he kind of reminds me of as a player is Jerome Kaino. Yeah. A big, imposing yeah. number he just, six. Didn't he throw off a few tackles to yeah, score? That's what I that mean. try, yeah. didn't he? Oh, my gosh. Four? Three or four players, I think. Yeah, let's say just five or six, just yeah. to make it more interesting. <laughs> uh, no, very impressive. Quick player, good leg driver, but like Artie Savea, and just strong. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Uh, um, Joe Moody was exceptional. Cody Taylor. Yeah. The front row were awesome. Yeah. In fact, the tight five. Um, Dunshay, even Dunshay for the Crusaders was great. But, you know, they, they, they made hard work of it, didn't they? You know, the Highlanders stuck in there. Yeah. It could have gone either way. They got a couple of very, very last-minute tries. Yeah. Um, and I just want to pick out the one thing Cody Taylor. Remember the tip-on that he did? Yes. Oh. oh. Well, whose try was that? Because it led to the try in the corner, didn't it? Led um, to the try in the corner. Can't remember. But. Unbelievable yeah. tip-on. Unbelie- you know, it's worth actually re-watching that yeah. try just for the tip-on. Yeah. That shows how far he's come. Talking about an all-black, there's a good example of what all-blacks do. Yes. He summed up the situation before he's got the ball and he's thought, if I get the ball out wide, we've scored. Yeah. And, you know, he makes it happen. Absolutely top oh, notch. So can 20, we, can, can we just, 20 points to 40, though. Yeah. But can we just... My player of the match was Aaron Smith. Oh, yeah. Aaron Smith is on a How different level. People are saying play? that game proves he's better than Faf de Klerk. Huge call. Massive call. Very, very big call. Um, they, they're so different. Fafta Clerk's like the hardest working player ever in the world. <laughs> and ever. It, was, it was one game. Yeah. But, but no, and he was on player cam apparently. And there's loads of little snippets of him on the Facebook. We're also on Facebook. Um, <laughs> and, you know, some of the things are ridiculous. No, his break that he got mm. that led to the try in the corner. Yeah. Did the break, got absolutely hammered. And then he was up. Yeah, he, great he, pass out wide. I, I say I say Faf de Klerk's really hard work. I'm not saying Aaron Smith isn't. No, he's unbelievably yeah. hard working. And I think he didn't he play pretty much 
70 of the 80 minutes or something yeah. like that. He only got replaced yeah. right at the bitter end. Yeah. That shows how important he is to that yes. team. Oh, definitely, definitely. But, you know, real real raps to them because yeah. they don't have a lot in the locker. No. And they're using and they're working together as a team. The bare minimum. And they are pushing every everyone they play. Yeah. Um, Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. Now, I got the score... I got the score difference correct. So it's one point to me already. Start with a plus one. Uh, 25 to 18. Again, the Chiefs on the losing the losing side. Yeah, but again, for the fourth time in a row. have won. There was the moment which was the key part of the game. Down one man for the red card. In the far right corner, the halfback takes a quick tap. Yeah. They just won a penalty um, yes. from a scrum. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely ruined them. Why not reset the scrum and go for a penalty try and a yellow card potentially? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I watched that. Actually, do you know what I was doing at that time? I was writing a note and I actually missed some of that happening, but right. I thought exactly the same as yeah. you. I thought, hang on, here we go. They've, they've been outclassed yeah. all game. But with 14 men for the last 20 minutes, here they go. Here goes a real chance. And they, sh- they should have won it. And at that point, that was the winning or losing of the game. Yes, and the Hurricanes ended up getting a turnover and clearing. And that is what Warren Gatlin's having to work with. He's having to work with guys who are really inexperienced. Yeah. Well, That he yeah. hasn't had to do for a while. You know, you yeah. look at Wales. He developed that team. Yeah. This is what the, the the Chiefs have got to allow him to do oh, is develop those players yeah. through. Because if he does, then they you know they'll be well coached. The players love him. Apparently, they love the sessions. Really, they just aren't getting the results on no. the pitch. It will click at some point. Um, Geordie Barrett. Huge. People are saying that's a sixty-eight meter kick. Well, people are stupid. It's not sixty-eight. Absolutely. Did you? He absolutely oh, in, he cleared it by what? Okay, my, now my, I know yeah, why yeah, it's 68 yeah, yeah. metres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough, actually. He absolutely... I've never seen anyone sort of lay into a ball like he laid into that ball. Yeah. He was... A, we love to bag Geordie Barrett. He you know, this well. Is, this year is nowhere near as fun because he's been playing well. <laughs> In fact, you know, you look at well, Wellington... Well, this is his first game back, isn't it? It's his first game back, yes. After COVID. After COVID. Yeah. I've, I put down here, um, at the 43rd minute, it looks like an easy win for the Hurricanes, but why? And it was. Geordie Barrett, exceptional. Yes. he he's What he's showing here well, is... Was, it, was got, it 20 points to six at half time? Yeah, you know better than me, mate. Yeah. But they they looked great, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, 58 minute kick. He's had a range of passes, nice running lines. Yeah. He's been a playmaker. He's absolutely fantastic. Garden Bashup. It's a good player, and because he didn't have to kick, he becomes really good 10 all of a sudden. Dane Coles, exceptional game. No strapping. We mentioned this in the past. Fantastic. Scotty Scrafton, before he got sent off, controlled the line-out ball so well. Pivotable? No, it's not weird, mate. It's not. No, it's not. No. <laughs> he important, was key. Very he was, important. He was key to that line out, wasn't he? But then when he went off, it just fell apart. Yeah, and I thought that Lamb 
Lamar Pay and TJ Piranara actually had pretty quiet games. They did. And those other Very guys... quiet games. Um, those other guys really... That man- was obviously one of the game plans to sort of nullify the big boys in the middle. And No, you know, no. Do you not think so? Because Ben uh, Lamb hardly touched the ball. And when yeah. he did, he, was, I, he had I, no room. I, I feel... I feel sad about Lamarpe. Lamarpe has been playing so badly. No, he yeah. has. No, he no, has. no. The thing with Lamarpe is this. I'm not sure whether it's him or it's the coaches, but someone is letting someone down because he is all over the place. I would Very love so, yeah. player cam on him. Sky Sports, can we have player cam on Lamarpe? Because yeah. it would be... You would not know, apart from the number on his back, what position he's playing. No. One minute he's on the wing. Yeah. The next minute he's, he's at 13. Then he's at 10. Then he's at 12. Then you don't see him. He's out of the game for yeah, like 20 minutes. Out, yeah, you're right. And what's he good at? He's good at running hard onto and the straight. ball. And straight. And when he does that, he yeah. is unstoppable. But Well, when he was with the All Blacks, he was brilliant. But have they given him... A free license. I think Wellington like this kind of everyone can play everywhere type thing. You know, oh, Geordie's a 15, but he could slot into 10 or 13 or 12. Well, or 14, TJ you know. Perinara always, when um, Garden Bishop goes off, he shifts out, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, I know you've got to have that, but when you've got a guy like Lamarpa who is very, very good at a, at a few things, you know, he... He's, he's yeah. developed his kicking game. He's developed his passing game. That's all well and good. But he's very, very good at running through people. <laughs> so make sure he runs through people. Yeah. It's as simple as that, isn't it? point of him playing. But the Chiefs came back in. Um, yeah. They, had, they had no right to come back in, really. They, they'd been playing. Well, they had the yellow card and the red card. Yeah. He was, what, 30 minutes off? With, with that, yes, 30 minutes <laughs> playing 14 players. I would say Aaron Cruden was, was great. Still absolute class. Um, and I think he showed a range of passes. He made lots of nice breaks. He's someone who I think is performing in an underperforming team. Right. So don't forget about Aaron Cruden. Yeah. Don't say that he's not playing well because he is. You watch him play, Cam. Uh, quality, quality player. And obviously, I think um, Brad Weber had a very quiet game. Again, yeah. Very he quiet did, game. Yeah. Sam Kane. All black captain. Oh, he's still pretty good, isn't he? I still like him. Yeah. Defensively, he's just huge. Defensively, he's huge. Liam Boshier, uh, a quiet game as well. So they just need a little bit more strike running in the midfield, and they didn't have that on the weekend. If they had had a bigger midfield, I think they'd be a different team. Yes. But it was 18 points to 25, and... It could have been a lot more for the Hurricanes, that's for sure. Now we're off to the Australian fixtures, and it was Reds v the Waratahs. My first <laughs> point here, mate, is this. Was this two good teams or two very young teams who will get beaten by a strong Brumby side yeah. by a lot of ru- by a lot of runs uh, by a lot of points, or you know a New Zealand team will maybe absolutely wipe the floor yeah. with them. It was a really well matched game. Yeah, but, yeah, it was. But there were some absolute rookie mistakes. 
Like how'd the forty twenty or forty twenty twenty fifty go or whatever it was? Yeah, I think it went really well. The dropouts, so there's the dropouts under. It's a bit like rugby league. Yeah. So they've they've taken um, some great, I think, rugby league rules and they've used them to their advantage. The only one I don't like is if you kick the ball into the into the goal line. Yeah, and they put the ball down. Um, sorry, if you, yeah, is it's it a goal line dropout? It's a goal line dropout. Are they are they doing that in this? They're doing that in in the competition. Yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So I'm not sure about that one because I think it should be a 22 back. Yes, but um, we'll see about that. And I think even if well, you, I think that sort of the whole goal line dropper it's it's making teams play out from their own goal line yes which could be potentially more exciting and i like that and this 40 um this 50 20 rule yeah is really interesting because it goes both ways yeah so if you're in your 22 rather than kicking the ball out you keep the ball in field yeah. and it goes out so it bounces yes then it's your line out you get the ball love back. that rule yeah i love the 50 20 because it means that They've got, you know, the defensive team be, have yes. got to drop back. Which means that there's more holes. Oh, low. You yeah. know, you've got to set three back. Yes. You couldn't set two back. You've got no. to set three back. So there's, you know, you look at how rugby's, you know, played at the moment. There used to be 14 men flat wall. Yeah. And then one ranging and at the back. one that. ranging mm. at the back. Whereas now you need three ranging at the back. Yeah. So at best... That's 12. You've got 12, maybe a couple of tacklers and a couple of guys on the ground. All yeah. of a sudden it becomes, opens up open. massively yeah. more. But it was almost like one or two players knew that rule and the rest of, the rest of them hadn't thought about it because there was lots of it going on. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I didn't realise. You could see the player's face going, oh, I forgot about that rule. Yeah. Um, the other one was quick tap, uh, Tate scores, good player. I mean, he, he really is a good player. The Reds 9 is a very, very good player. Tate Mc, Mc, McDermott. Very, very good player. Right. I can't say that enough times. Yeah. Is he a good player? Very good player. Okay, mate. there you go. Very good. But How did James O'Connor do at 10? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's not a 10, is he? No. He's not a 10. But, you know, he's got a wise old head on that. Yeah, he's knowledgeable yeah <laughs> so it was it was you've got 200 kgs here. it can't be 200 kgs no man he, he bench pressed 200 kgs what? yeah he was power he's bench he, pressed 200 he is, kgs and he he's strong and he squatted 300 kgs is that all <laughs> i bicycle that mate <laughs> yeah yeah uh, this no, is, he is a good player to be fair do you want to pronounce taniala tupu yeah He's a good... Yeah. I mean, I'd seen him on Twitter. Yeah, he's Twitter. played for the Wallabies for a while. I'd seen him on Twitter, and I thought, yeah, just because you can bench press 200, you know, can you scrummage? Yeah, I can scrummage. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he is, like you put here, power, he is a powerful, powerful player. Yeah, he did make a couple of real rookie penalties where he right. sort of pushed over the kicker a couple oh, of times. Okay, yeah, time. yeah. i tell you what is good, though, is the um, Will Harrison, who's the... Uh, Waratah's 10 I thought he kicked well controlled the game well yeah looks like a Bernard Foley replacement ah, I like that but that's almost the how junior how do you pronounce Mark's last name Mark who mate number number 11 <laughs> for Waratah's uh, no no no, <laughs> no. Uh, I actually, oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, he he's <clears throat> he's lost a bit of timber since lockdown 
Who? The number 11. Mark. Yeah, Mark. What about Jack Maddox? We really liked Jack Maddox, didn't we? Before yeah, lockdown. Again, real skinny now. I, mm. I think lockdown is literally... No some players have had them. weights and some players... Yeah. I mean, um, Tupo, he's had some weights, hasn't he, mate? <laughs> he's not gone without weights, No, is he? Hell, hell no. Um, but some of these guys have blatantly lost shed right a whole load of weight because yeah. they haven't been able to yeah to work out well um so he, what was the final score in that game that was 32, 32. points to 26 hey, i was pretty close it was close oh, and, no, and i picked the waratahs to win and they did i said the you reds you were close i said the reds points. Points. Yeah? yeah so you were close so does that mean i'm better than you that means we're one all but then i go two one up with the next game and i tell you one other thing i was very very impressed with the reds captain young guy liam wright made some very good decisions and is one a player to watch in the future terrible facial hair does he terrible facial hair bit of a mullet at the back as well oh, I which love i that. You like a mullet yeah um good. so the reds are looking better good good but is, is there like the the young reds yeah. versus the so the junior reds versus the junior yes, wa- um, waratahs in that game then we have got the Brumbies, who should have murdered the oh, really? Rebels. Oh, no. It they should have been. beat them, 31-23. Yeah. I got that right, by the way. Yes. I got it right, though, as well, didn't I? No, you said Brumbies by 15. I said Brumbies by 9, and I got closer, so oh. I'm 2-1 up. <laughs> right, no, no. Less attitude. <laughs> Last week, we More. talked about your attitude being More really attitude. poor. And I, it smells. I've put, really here, <laughs> I've put here that if you want to beat the Brumbies, you have to stop them at their line-out. It's an yeah, absolute weapon. They've got good line-out, eh? And they couldn't stop them. They scored two tries directly from their line-out. One was a push-over. Uh, I don't mean that, as you know. It was yeah. an easy. It was literally push-over try. And the other one was an absolutely fantastic no-look pass back into their blindside winger right. who went straight through. It was a beautiful try. I did see that, actually. Yeah, it was absolutely absolutely lovely. Hey, oh, there's Ella, Alan Alatoa. Michael's brother. Ella Alatoa. Alan Alatoa. Alan Alatoa. He's in the Wallabies. He's a good player. Yeah. Matt Tamua for the uh, for the Rebels was pretty good, but really they had they had no idea. No, and I have no, I still have no idea how they got back into this game. Because to be fair, the Rebels have a pretty good backline. The Rebels, you know, I mean, Matt the, Tamua, they've got Bill Meeks, which is pretty. Yeah, he's been he's pretty solid. He's been touted Reece as the Hodge. Wallabies inside centre. Mate, Dane Halepedi, they've got Reese Hodge, Reese Hodge, and Billy Meeks. You wouldn't have even known they were playing. Kurum Betty as well. Oh, Kurum Betty was good. Yeah, Kur- Kurum Betty was player. good. Yeah, Maximo was good. Kur- Kurum Betty was good. Uh, and I think Dane Haler Petty yeah. at the end was good. Right, but none of these guys featured in the mm. first half. Right, they came back into it a little bit. But I thought Pete Samu, who we really rated last year. Let himself down on this. Did he? Didn't even notice him playing. Oh. It was a disappointing game in all honesty. Right. I think you had to be either a Brumby supporter. And even if you were a Brumby supporter, you would have been like, that was hard work. Right. And if you're a Rebel supporter, then you would have been thinking, we could have won, we should right. have won. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot of enjoyment watching this game. Okay. That is for sure. Right. 
Those are the matches. It was 31 points to the Brumbies to 23. So you got closest in the results. Yes, so it I means win. you are the better person yes. and you win. Yes. Yes, that's correct. I am the better person. Right, we got a couple of listeners' questions, mate. We do. Do you want to do the first one, mate? Yes, yeah? I will. Now, I would say we put a poll out on Twitter, yes. and thank you. There was over 500 people who actually answered the poll, Topes. Why 500? Did you just keep refreshing, or? No, it was just like, it was just, no. It was like just, 500 different people? 500 different people. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. And do you know right. why it happened? Because a lot of people retweeted it. Uh, a lot of people retweeted our friends at uh, our friends at rugby. Not, I was going to say reunited rugby united. Right, who have eighty eight thousand supporters. Are they our friends? Well, they are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Rugby World Cup. Yes, uh, he's got about eighteen thousand subscribers. Or wow, like and how many do all. we have? Not that many. Two hundred? Uh, over three hundred. Oh, over three hundred. Three hundred thousand. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. So our first question is from a South African living in Germany, Nicholas. Nicol- Nicolas. Nicolas. Okay. So, hey guys, I hope you're all well <clears throat> in this rocking lockdown. I like that one. Do you he's, get got, that? he's got Did your. You get that? <laughs> yeah. He's got your sense of humour, doesn't he? Oh, that's fantastic. I haven't had much of a lockdown because. Of my job as a postman. Neither have we. No, that's no true. lockdown, mate. No, we've I've had been, locked. We, we've I've had, been working to the we, skin and bone. We have had all the worst parts of lockdown, which is, you know, <laughs> being locked down. But then, oh no, you're still going to work, mate. It's not all about you. Anyway, ah, anyway, look, it says that. I would like, uh, I would like your guys' opinion on who you think is the best fly half at the moment. There are so many to choose from. In my opinion, from the north. And southern hemisphere, so northern, northern and southern hemisphere. Uh, my top five would be as follows: uh, Pollard, Barrett, uh, Koo, and Bosch, who He's is a South African. I wonder which team he supports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finn Russell and Owen Farrell. Uh, keep up the good work. Love the podcast. Cheers. So that is from Nicholas. Now um, we had a. Quite a response to this, as I just mentioned. Yes. Other names that a lot of people mentioned were Richie Mwanga. Yeah, Dan Bigger. Uh, Johnny Welsh. Sexton. Yeah, nice. One person. <laughs> player, World Player of the Year, one vote. <laughs> Can't believe that. Eh? How um, did he get that? Aaron, Aaron Cruden, Cruden. Yeah, George Ford. And George Ford, yeah. Now, I've put in there... What are we gonna we're gonna leave those names to the end? Okay. So let's just chuck them all in. Let's go pros and cons. Pros to and cons then. Um Koo and Bosch. Can, can we can I just say what the result was? Or should we leave that? Leave that to the end. Okay. So we'll start from the start, eh? Yeah. Uh Heinrich Pollard or Hon Hondrick Pollard. We we both agreed that we thought he was right up there, didn't we? Yes. Um World Cup winner. Uh, used to play for the Sharks. Now he is in Europe somewhere. Didn't play for the Sharks, did he? Play for Stormers. Play for Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> we pretty much covered. <laughs> we pretty much covered the whole of South Africa. Anyway, he played in South Africa. <laughs> good player. Very good. A very Great good kicker. junior player as well. Yes. Like when he was playing, I think, um, in the South African World Cup winning 21s. Right. He was very, very impressive there okay. as well. Great kicker. Yeah. Good all-round player. 
good all-round player, but not that attacking. He can attack. Yes. He can run, but he doesn't really have, he doesn't really bring on his back line much. No, so that's right. when he's on the pitch, you don't really see the South African back line setting a light. As much. So he's actually well known for having to go to full back to bring on sort of other players yeah. to then open up that side of the game for the Springboks. Yes. So that was the only thing that lets him down is, is that he is possibly quite a conservative team in his gameplay. Still, though, he's a fantastic player. Yeah. Uh, a bit like Owen Farrell. Very similar, the way that they uh, control like the game. No, I um, Bowden Barrett. <laughs> I love how we've moved this. Fantastic. I just say, I love how we've moved this where I used to cut you off all the time, right? Now you just cut me off all the time. Thank you. Bowden Barrett, (laughs) um, brilliant player, brilliant attacking player. Hasn't played at 10 for a long time. (laughs) The worst kicker in the world. (laughs) You're not not a great kicker. No, no. Attacking, attacking, attacking. Magic does things that no one else can do. Correct. No one can stop him. But I don't think... He can be the best for his kicking, obviously. So you saying... Can he be the best number 10 in the world? I don't think so, because he can't kick. Yes. He can kick. He can. Sometimes he's amazing, and other times... So inconsistent. (laughs) Some games, yeah, I got eight out of eight. I got two out of ten. I got two out of ten. Yeah, brilliant. Can I just say, sometimes he kicks like Dan Carter, and sometimes he kicks like my son. <laughs> which is which is never. <laughs> uh, Kerwin Bosch. No, let's not talk about Kerwin Bosch. No. That is blatantly blatantly Kerwin Bosch. And he's a good player. A good player. But he's not. No. He's nowhere near as good as Richie Mwanga, Dan Bigger, no, Johnny Sexton, Aaron Cruden, or George, George Ford. <laughs> uh, Finn Russell. Love him. Love Finn Russell. Love him. He's a, he is like Danny Cipriani, where. No one knows what he's going to do. Do you know what? I like Finn Russell as much as Finn Russell likes a pint and beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. All the time. That's a lot. Yeah. Finn Russell, take all of the off-the-field stuff that happens. I think if he was playing for New Zealand, yeah, would be the best fly-off in the world yeah. ever. Yeah. He's that good. Unfortunately, it is a huge call. He so suits playing in New Zealand. He actually yeah. came to New Zealand and he played for Lincoln University. That's right. You've, we've been through. Yeah, this. we've been through this. Sorry, just trying to impress you with my knowledge. <laughs> I, I really, really, I, I, I think he's awesome. Yeah, I think he's absolutely awesome, and he kicks well. Yes, he reads the game very well. Yeah, he's very, very attacking. He's not that defensive, but that would suit playing in New Zealand. And he's he's literally single-handedly at times got Scotland either back in games or won well, when, games. When they drew with England, when England were like 30 nil up at yeah. half-time. Yeah, I loved it. Game of two halves, that one. Game of two halves, and they should have won it, oh, not drawn so it. Annoyed. So I'm, I'm putting him up there. I'm going to say yep. I'm... He's up there. Right up there. Okay. Owen Farrell. <laughs> We've got a tongue-in-cheek, good player. Very, very good player, but yeah. like... Andre Pollard, which is a pretty impressive thing to say, really. Very, very defensive in the way that he runs his back line. You notice when he plays at 10, England will play in the right parts of the ground. Yeah, yeah. He'll kick a lot of goals. 
Oh, but fantastic kicker. They'll arguably play very, very boring rugby with a back line that could be exceptional. Yes. It's like Tuolangi, when Ford plays, is oh, like a wrecking ball. Uh, yes. When Farrell plays, almost is taken out of the game. Yeah. Because Farrell pass without taking the ball to the line yes, as yeah. much. Yeah. We're going to say no, though. Best no. kicker in the world? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Well, him and Pollard, definitely. Yeah. Well, who's better? I have to have a look at the stats. Oh, I, my, do you want to look at the stats? Well, Can you do that now? Because well, I sure think Owen for, Farrell is the best kicking percentages this year, maybe, or something like that. Other notable mention, mentions uh, is Richie Mwanga. Big fan of Richie Mwanga. Good player, but again, can be dodgy off the tee. And can't control a game for the full 80 minutes. In fact, not many of these players can control a game, apart from Pollard and Farrell. Um, a lot of them sort of go off the off the wall after yeah. about 60. They really struggle. Dan Bigger. No, not the best. Very, very good player, though. Very, very good player. Yeah. Better than Johnny Sexton, although Johnny Sexton got world. Is he, though? Yes. Do you think so? Yeah, Johnny Sexton, unfortunately. Both good kickers. Both good kickers. I would say Dan Bigger's a better kicker. Would you? You got to, you know, when Dan Bigger's on, he misses very, very little. Very, very little. Aaron Cruden, seen better days, obviously. And then there's George Ford, who who is not a one-trick pony. I don't mean it like that. But is an amazing attacking fly half. But you often feel that he makes kind of a start for England and is unbelievable. But then two or three games later, you'll find creaks in his armour that make him tough to keep selecting. And yeah. that's why Eddie Jones, I think, selects him for this game, but not for that game yeah. and, and vice versa. So very, very good at what he does. And and we, we, we thought he played amazing at the World Cup, didn't we? Now, I'm going to say everyone's wrong. Everyone is wrong. I'm going to say there's two, two players who are currently playing who no one saw of. The first one is Daniel Carter. He can kick. He can run. He can tackle. He can still control the game. And if he was still playing at Super Rugby, I reckon would still be saying that he is the best 10 in the world. Yeah. Wow, big. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna find out though if he plays against the Crusaders on Saturday. Um, Owen Farrell is the best kicker. Yes, the stats. Um, so eighty-three percent. Yes, Owen Farrell, and we've got about sort of seventy-five, seventy-six percent for Pollard. Pollard, but then you look, Johnny Wilkinson, eighty-six percent. Wow. That's, that's Dan big. Carter? Has he got a percentage there? Uh, I'll have a look. Because I think he would be underneath both of them. Very good kicker, though. A lot, a lot of the New Zealand tries were scored under the post, eh? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, Aaron Cruden, 73. This is just 73. Lima Sopawanga, 74. Yeah. Uh, Bowden Barrett, 71. It's actually better than I thought. Daniel Carter, 79. Okay. So, yeah, he is yeah, still... Yeah, yeah. Quite a long way under those English boys. 
Would you like to know my second and last choice for the best fly half ever? That's not in there. Yeah, to ever walk the face of the earth. Stephen Donald. No. <laughs> you didn't add him in though, did you? No, I didn't think about him. <laughs> Marty no, Banks. No. Absolutely, village. <laughs> Highlanders uh, supporters out there, get behind me on this. Marty Banks for the world's best oh, 10. No. But very, very seriously, we can't say Dan Carter. No. Because he's old. Yes. He's 38. Definitely. But he is the last complete player out there at yeah. 10. There is no one else that can hold a candle to him in all aspects of the game. Correct. You know, so Johnny Wilkinson did a pretty good job. Johnny Wilkinson again though wasn't a great attacker. No, but he was a hell of a kicker. Yeah, hell of a kicker and good ha- defender too, and a great defender. And, yeah. and he controlled the game better yes. than anyone else I've ever seen. I'm going to say my best ten is going to be Finn Russell. Wow, Let's I think I think he is the best best all round ten. What did Twitter say? What did the people from Twitter say? They said. Bowden Barrett, 41% of the people that voted said Bowden Barrett. Wow. I think 30-odd percent said Finn Russell. And what really surprised me was Pollard may have even come last, which is what? a shock to me. Wow. I'm just going to look it up now. Oh, really? I, I can't do it. I'm on airplane mode on oh, here. Good oh, no, here we, go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah. So we had Bowden Barrett, 41%. Finn Russell, 30%. Owen Farrell, 17%. And Pollard at 12%. Wow. World Cup winning fly half. Interesting. And we said that first thought is you can't, he's right up there, isn't he? Yeah. I just think that attacking wise, you need to bring on another player. Whereas, you know, none of none of these guys, none of these guys are perfect. That's for sure. The, as I say, the last perfect fly half was Dan Carter. Yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, love the podcast, boys, and would love to get your thoughts on what you'd like to see from Super Rugby next year. My fear is that South Africa will play in Europe. Australia have run out of money. New Zealand, although strong, will have no players as they've all chased the money uh, in Japan and Europe. Yeah. That was from Tom from Canada. What I'd like to see, Tobes. Right. I'd like to see New Zealand conference. Yeah. They just play each other. Yep, South African conference and then an Australian conference. Now, what would be interesting is the New Zealand conference is five teams. You could arguably parachute in a Pacific Islands team, maybe into one of these groups. You could parachute Japanese team. Japan Japan into Australia and then Argentina into South Africa. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? I mean, the hard thing there is the travel. Obviously. Well, you look at where their position, it's not that bad. New Zealand, obviously, all in New Zealand, obviously. There's five teams. They don't need anyone else. Yeah. Australia, most of the time, you're going to be playing in Australia. Yes. And then you're going to go to Japan. That'll be a nice little perk for the the young, yeah, young maybe, lads, yeah. right? And South Africa, you're the same. Yeah. It'll be tough on the Japanese, and it'll be tough on the uh, Argentines, but it'll be a heck of a lot better than what's been going on in past years because you play home and away. Yes. Home and away, uh, eight games. Maybe if you introduce another team into each of these and made them a six-team competition. But I think next year, we're talking about next year, it'd be very easy to go five, five, and five. Then you've got your top six. I would say 
that you play your playoffs. So two from each, two from each conference, obviously. Yeah. And you play your playoffs all in one or two countries, where you go and you say, right, we're going to go to a, um, we're going to go to Asia. Yeah. We're going to play some of them in, in Asia. We're going to go in America, and then we're going to have the final, the semis in the final or the final at Twickenham in London. Why? Why would they do that though? Money. Everyone is chasing the money. Yeah. The biggest supporters that you need to tap into right now is the Asian market and the European market. Yeah. What better way to tap in than to play your final at Twickenham? That would be huge. 85,000 people. Big. Who arguably this year are following a super rugby team because there's nothing else to watch. And if you it ju- would be interesting to see how many English people are actually following Super Rugby because there's nothing else to watch. Well, I know from our podcast listeners, a, a huge chunk of them are from England. Yeah, but that is, they could is be that Kiwis. Just ex-Kiwis. Could be Kiwis, but I, 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 Kiwis. Would, yeah. I would argue that if that's not the case from the correspondence we have from our wonderful supporters. You know, there's a lot of English. Guys, yeah. There's a few English girls. There's a lot of English guys who support us, and arguably that must mean that they're supporting the, yeah, the teams on a yeah, yeah. on a Saturday as well. So you bring in all of those, and you know, I, me, and you would make that trip down to London to to watch oh, whoever, yeah, to watch whoever. I don't yeah. care who it is. Well, it's probably not the Crusaders. Well, I reckon it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone asks, well, what about sixteen playoff system, or you go ranked one, ranked two? But the, the, but the they the go straight through thing the semis. Is, is that the Kiwis at home won't have the privilege of going to see the final. No, but I think you've got to get over that. You've got to get over it. And you've got to look at the wider picture and you've got to say, like a lot, I mean, you look at all of these big competitions. None of them are played at home. What a great reason to hop on a plane. No, that's very true. And to fly to England. Well, no one as can a Kiwi, do that. No, way, no as one a, can do that. As a Kiwi and say, I go to the Super Rugby final. I go to London. I do. I visit Europe. In I the visit process. Europe in the process. Mm-hmm. A lot of Kiwis would do that. You see that in World wow. Cup years. Yeah, World Cup's different to a Super Rugby final. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd, you'd sell out. I, you'd absolutely sell out some of the world's best players playing at Twickenham. Yes. And yeah. massive TDV audience. Yeah. You just get in. You get into the European market. That's what you need to do. Asian European market. And you'd make the money, and everyone needs the money right now. Playing the final at, um, you know, the Crusader Stadium where there's twenty five thousand. You know, I'm really sorry. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? No, it's not the same. So that's what no. I'd like to see. What any any anything different from you there, Tobes? Not really. I think I really hope they don't go back to what's been happening over the last few years. No, just I think something everyone. does need to change. Yeah. Um. And I think it, it makes more sense for the sort of conferences to be in the individual countries. Because at the moment, I know we haven't had much rugby, but we're seeing huge crowds, yeah. which is awesome. And hopefully, you know, with a couple of years to come, maybe that those crowds actually grow. Because we haven't <coughs> seen crowds like that for ages. I think part of the reason why there's big crowds is because obviously everyone's playing each other. It's all New Zealand teams. Yeah, so it's almost like a a derby every game. Yeah, every week. But the other thing I like about this system is you'd have a minimum of eight matches, right? But you'd have a maximum of 13 matches in your season. And then you can go on. That frees up space to do tours. 
Yes. It frees up space for... Do you know what they need to bring back is the three-game tours? I know. We, we, Why? Ah, absolutely. Stupid. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. We, the, the, but that, again, is that money? It's, it has been, yeah, that, you know, it, it's more cost-effective to go to England and play England, well, to go to Europe and play numerous Multiple countries. teams, yeah. Than it is to play one. And, you know, everyone wants to play each other. So yes. if you go and play a three-game tour in England, then arguably... Yeah, but why can't they do that three-game tour and then have a couple of weeks off and then go to another country? Yeah, I agree. I agree, mate. Again, what's happening to you? You talk so much sense these days. I'm, I think I've got coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> right, next week's games. Yeah, we've got first up, this is the biggest game of the Huge. year. Huge. Crusaders v Blues. Yes. I've gone and I'm I'm only doing this because I'm a Crusaders fan. Yes. Plus five to the but Crusaders. It's a good shout. Crusaders are at home. It is a good shout. What are you saying? I've gone. Well, I like bl- how you you know, I like how you've gone, oh it's a good shout, but you haven't actually nailed on who you you know, you're tentative. Uh blues by six. Blues by six. I'm writing yeah. this down. I've already written it down here, mate. Okay. Um, Hurricanes blues by are... six. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Blues by six. Crusaders by five. There's not much. I think it... it could be a draw. First be, golden point. It could be an absolute blowout. Like could be shocking. Like blues could be amazing and rip the yeah, Crusaders or apart. Versa. Or vice versa or it could be real tight there's you know one thing it's not going to be it's not going to be a bad game it's <laughs> going to be a good not. game let's hope not um hurricanes at home to the highlanders now i've gone highlanders by five i've gone hurricanes by 10 hurricanes should win by 10 undoubtedly so i kind of want the highlanders to win because yeah. i love seeing the highlanders win and they deserve it i think they arguably just grafted out yeah. a, a way of playing that serves them very, very well. Again, great team. Hurricanes team. have come off a very good win. Yes. I can just see them slipping up on the banana skin that is the Highlanders. <laughs> <laughs> Big two good games again. Two good games. Do you know what I'm really looking forward to though? And I, I genuinely mean this. This is not I'm not I'm not sort of building this up. I'm looking forward to seeing the force back. <laughs> I reckon the force are going to surprise a few people. Uh, Rebels v Reds. I've put Reds by five. Do you agree or disagree? I've fella? gone uh, Rebels by Rebels by eight. And the Waratahs v the Force. Yeah, I've the, gone Waratahs by fifteen. Huge. But that's, Four, <laughs> rugby for, is that rugby forecasting down there? Yes. Four, Force by one word. It's very, very hard though because oh, the algorithm haven't played, have they? they haven't played, so yeah. it's all done. Wow. Yeah, so it's three. So they've gone here. Rugby forecast have said Crusaders by eleven. I would love that to be the case. Yeah, Crusaders. Oh, they've gone Hurricanes by ten. Can't Hurricanes by that. ten, which I think's very fair. Rebels by one with the Reds. Yeah. Maybe that's at home. And the force by one. Come on, the force. I'm going to go Tars, Tars by 11. Be interesting if they go to that those conferences, whether the force stay in their, their yeah. conference as in, you know, as a 15. It's pretty harsh on them to kick them out again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. But we have the quiz. We do. We have the quiz. Last week, it was a draw, Toads. Was it not? It was. And I'm, I'm, you know, my my weekly quiz questions are very generous at the moment, 
and long may they last. Long may they last. Yeah, well, they've been tight. They've been tight, but I have a good feeling about today. Or do you mean you're just going to throw me some horrible questions exactly. and I'm going to lose? Who in the truth has the biggest true size? <laughs> There'll be one millimetre <laughs> in between. Right, so who starts? Is it me again? I always seem to start. Shall I start? No, today? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> right, so mine's about the Chiefs. Excellent. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. favourite team, yeah. Oh, has, wasn't that your old team that you... T- oh, no, that's the... How, how, who, who do you support? Which one is it? Oh, right. all so of them apart from the Crusaders. Who has scored the most tries for the Chiefs? This is all time. Okay, all yeah. time, yes. Yeah. So I've got about a 1,000 players to choose from. Oh, excellent, thanks. thanks Ro- I've only got three players for you here. Yeah. Uh, Roger Randall. Oh, yeah, go on. Masanga. <laughs> Sivivatu. Oh. Or Mills Moliaina. So I've actually got given you four there. You chucked in. Chucked in Mills. Do you know what? I actually don't know. I have a sneak. God, Masang. How good was Masanga back yeah, in but, the day? But, yeah, but, but uh, Sivivatu and Masanga were unbelievable. But, but they didn't play for that that long. Whereas Roger Randall. Roger Randall. It's between Roger Randall and Mills Moliana. Something in my brain wants me to say Roger Randall, but I kind of think it must be Mills Moliana. Okay. When I said Roger, your, your eyes. Final answer. <laughs> your eyes. Oh, that's did. right. I need, I need to put up the block, don't I? <laughs> Oh, it can't be Roger Randall. Come on, mate. It can't be. We're going to do this quick. I know. Okay, I'm going to say Mills, Molina. You're wrong. Damn it. Sivivatu. 42 tries. Roger Randall had 32. Yeah. And uh, Masanga had 31. What about about Mills? Don't know. I just chucked his name (laughs) in there as a filler. (laughs) That was a curveball, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm being very generous with these questions, and especially that I'm picking your new your new favourite team, the Blues. No, it's the Force. The Force are my new favourite team. <laughs> Depends uh, if they win or not, eh? Okay, so Dan Carter is possibly going to make his, his uh, first appearance for the Blues this weekend against the Mighty Crusaders. Some would say Mighty? the best team ever to play Super Rugby. What year did Dan... First play his first game for the Crusaders. Was it A, 2001? I'm not doing what you're doing. I'm giving you some space in between. Come on, spit it out, man. B, 2003. C, 2005. Or D, 2007. So he played for the Lions in 2005. Where he had his perfect, where he had oh the my perfect gosh, game ever, amazing, yeah, and he was super young then. Oh, did it take him two years to make the All Blacks? Two thousand and three. No, it didn't. So I'm saying two thousand and five. Final answer. Final answer. 
Oh, I got it wrong. So it was 2003. 2003, yeah. Oh. 2003, he played for the Crusaders between 2003 and 2015. Oh, damn it. Next question for me. We're both on zero. Thank God for that. <laughs> I should have really got that one right. Um, Who has the most caps for the Chiefs? Hicker Elliott. Oh, God. I, you know. Sam Kane. No. Liam Messam or Brody Retallick? Liam Messam. It could be Hicker Elliott as well, but I think it's Liam Messam. Final answer. Final answer. Correct. Nice one. I was pretty confident on that. Liam Messam is an absolute legend. Really, really underrated All Black. Very, yeah. I agree. I agree. On average, average, how many points did Dan Carter... My good friend Dan Carter. Score for New Zealand for the for the ABs per game. A ten points. No. B fourteen points. Yes. I depends if you've gone fifteen. C eighteen points. Fourteen. D twenty five points. Fourteen. Why is it fourteen? I don't know. Okay. You are? Yeah, final answer? Yeah, I know I'm correct. Because I looked yeah, I saw it. <laughs> when did you see it? I when I was doing my research. Oh, no. <laughs> it may surprise everyone listening that you actually do research. Oh, he knows he averages the highest. He averages twelve points for the Crusaders. Does he? So you know, that's he pretty, averages more. Wow. Yeah, I mean to be fair, that's rounded down. Here we go. I've got it. I've got it on the screen. <laughs> Andrew Murdens has thirteen. Bowden Barrett has seven. Grant Fox had fourteen as well. Wow, he's a good kicker. That's yeah. all that Grant Fox could do. Yeah. I'm surprised Mertz didn't have more. Mertz had thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well. All right, mate. Right. So you are. We're one all. One all. Going to the final question. Most points for the Chiefs. Um, Mills Molaina. No. Aaron Cruden. Could be. Stephen Donald. Ooh. Good shout. Or uh, Sivivatu. Not Sivivatu. Stephen okay. Donald, I think. Correct. <laughs> Would you have changed your mind if I had said, is that your final answer? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, Stephen Donald. 872. Couldn't tell you the others. The beaver. They call them a beaver, don't they? The beaver, yeah. Great tight-fitting. You know, anyone that has anything tight-fitting, you've got nothing on Stephen Donald's World Cup final kicking shit. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to pick out the the tough question for you because I don't want you to win this week's quiz. (laughs) Okay. uh, Although Dan has come back from New Zealand after many years away, what overseas club did he first play for? Was it the Cobalt Steelers? Was it Racing 92? Was it Perpignan? Or was it Toulon? Toulon. Final answer. Final answer. Yes. It was Perpignan. Was it? Yeah. I, I have no idea how they had the money. He but. I now thought you, it was Toulouse. You have you have oh, to remember annoyed. you have to remember that he went over there in two thousand and eight on a sabbatical. He only played five matches. He got injured. 
2008. So he's only been out. playing for the All Blacks for a few years. Yeah, I mean, he first played for the ABs in 2003. Oh, was it 2003? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 2000. As an inside centre. Yeah, 12, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So that means that I win this week's quiz. Well done. And what do I do? Did I lose? You lost, mate. (laughs) Village. That is the end of this week's quiz. It's been a long one, mate. It's been a long one. Hopefully the people listening to this um, either went on a really long run or couldn't get to sleep. um, (laughs) We've put them to sleep by now. (laughs) We we may have put them to sleep for the next month. That's how long it's going to take them to get through the podcast. But, you know, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Next week, we're going to have some more games. It's going to be fantastic. And some great breaking news questions. Breaking news. But what we'd really like next week is we'd like a voice question yeah, we haven't had from one. one of you boys or girls out there. So please think about the question they'd like us to answer. It can be anything. And if you put it through on our Gmail account, it's probably the best way to send yeah. it through. Then we'll get it and we'll put it on. You can do it by using your phone. That's great. But please, if you can also recommend us to a couple of your friends uh, and subscribe and give us a rating, that would be much appreciated. God, we've plugged ourselves. Well and truly today, haven't we? Yeah, mate. Right. Many, many holes to plug. Over and out. <laughs> Catch ya. <laughs> <laughs>